Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Superman, the original air date, April the 15th, 1948, and it's the Crossword Puzzle Mystery Part 1. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, in a westbound transport train, Superman's friend, reporter Lois Lane, startles a fellow passenger by saying... Pardon me, but can you think of a nine-letter word beginning with F, meaning an ancient musical instrument? It's terribly important. I beg your pardon. I need a nine-letter word beginning with F for an ancient musical instrument. I simply must have the word so I can finish this crossword puzzle. Forgive me for asking this young lady, but why is that so important? Because unless I have that word, I, I don't know exactly where I'm going. My word. Gang, do you know anything about how steel is made? Well, in case you don't, let me tell you briefly something about it. The base for steel is iron. That metal is, as you know, strong in itself, but not strong enough or flexible enough for many uses. So in order to make it strong and flexible for structural use, alloys are added in precise quantities according to the use for which the steel is intended. Now, these alloys are also minerals, such as vanadium, manganese, chromium, and silicon. Without them and the art of blending them with iron, we would not have the powerful metal we call steel. Now, nations are very much like that. Take our own United States as an example. We are admittedly a powerful nation. And the reason for it is that blended with the basic iron among our people are the alloys, the mixture of races, cultures, and beliefs of types found all over the world that are mixed and blended to make a clear-headed, strong, virile nation. Take away any of those alloys in the mixture that is America, and you weaken it. So don't fall for that bunk that Hitler tried to sell. The phony stuff about pure blood and a master race. Because sheer bunk is exactly what it is. That's been proven time and time again. Just remember that you, your friends, and your neighbors are the necessary alloys that together make up the steel, the strength that is responsible for the greatness of your country. Let's all do everything we can to keep it that way. And now, the adventures of Superman. As our story begins, it's just after quitting time at the Metropolis Daily Planet. Clark Kent, who unknown to all, is Superman, walks briskly into the almost deserted city room. As he starts toward his office... He's surprised to see that cub reporter Jimmy Olsen is still at his desk. 
Well, oh, you're still here, Jim. Oh, well, you see, Mr. Kent... You're waiting to hear what happened to John and George Mason in court, I can tell you. No, look, They've I... They've both been turned over to the grand jury. Gee, that's swell, but... But... But what? You don't seem very pleased to hear that the two bigots who almost finished you and Howard Jones are being taken out of circulation. Oh, sure, I'm pleased. I'm tickled to death. Well, it's just that I'm kind of dizzy. Dizzy? You mean you feel sick? No, just dizzy. Over what Miss Lane said. Lois? What do you mean? Well, she went sailing out of here a little while ago with a traveling bag and a briefcase. When I asked her where she was going, she said she didn't know. She didn't know? That's right. She said all she knew was that she was going quite a distance, but that she'd have to figure out just where she was going when she got on the plane. I don't get it. Neither do I. She said she was on a terrific story, but she might run into danger. Danger? Yeah. She said if anything happened to her, or we didn't hear from her by this time tomorrow, we would have worked out the crossword puzzle in the Daily Planet for the day before yesterday, and... And that would tell us where she went. Oh, it would, huh? That's what she said. Can you figure it out, Mr. Kim? Of course, can't you? No, and I don't mind telling you. I'm kind of worried. Oh, I'm surprised at you, Jim. Don't you know when you're being taken for a ride? Taken for a ride? Sure, kidded, ribbed, having your leg pulled. In plain words, Lois was having a little fun with you. You mean she didn't mean all that stuff? Well, what do you think? Would she get on a plane and not know where she was going? She said she might run into danger. Sure, and you fell for it. Oh, Jim. Oh, it does sound corny now that I think of it. Well, sure. Guess I was pretty dumb to go for a gag like that, wasn't oh, I? Oh, brother. Wait till Lois is that you took her seriously. You'll never be able to live this down. Miss, uh, Miss Lane. Yes? I thought you might like to know that the sign above the pilot's cabin asks us to fasten our safety belts. We're about to begin our descent to the airport. Oh, uh, uh, yes, thank you, Professor. You're quite welcome. Wait a I've got it. I think you're The five-letter word for the talking bird beginning with J is Jacua. Well, I believe you're right. J-A-C-U-A. Yes, that works out. And that nine-letter word you gave me for the ancient wind instrument, Gladiolet, fits right here. Hmm? See, Professor, that makes the crossword puzzle complete. And now I can find the answer. The answer to what, Miss Lane? Well, I told you my destination is given in this puzzle. Let's see now. Ah, uh, here, of course, Moundville. Moundville? Uh-huh, that sounds like a town or village, doesn't it? Why, yes, but I... Wait a minute, I've got a map right here. You know it's west of Chicago. I'll look in the index. Well, surely you're not serious. I mean, about having boarded this plane in Metropolis without knowing your destination. Why, of course I'm serious. Here, let you in. But M-O. I don't understand. You seem to be an intelligent young woman who... I'm on a big newspaper story, Professor, and all I was told was that... Here it is, Moundville. Huh? Where is it? Right here at the edge of the desert. See it? Oh, yes. Now, if I can get another plane out of Chicago right away, I can be in Moundville by evening. There, now, let's have a look at the time. Take you to Moundville. Why not? I'll pay you well. Think that. Just rather not think. 
Why? I don't understand. You would if you knew what I know about the place. What's the matter with it? Can't say exactly. Can't say? Nope. Just kind of a feeling I've got. Oh, now that's a lot of nonsense. Now, look, you're a public taxi driver. You call that ancient jalopy of driving a taxi. And I'm willing to pay a regular fare, twice your fare if you like, to take me to Moundville. What's more, it's my guess that the local law compels you to drive me, so... Uh... If you put it like that, uh, yes, I've got it. Well, now you're talking. Let's get started. Okay, miss. Thank you. I wish you'd tell me why you tried to frighten me with that silly talk. It ain't silly talk, miss. Oh, it is too silly. I wasn't born yesterday. Here we go, then. But if you don't ever come back from Moundville, remember, I warned you... Slightly startled, Lois looks at the elderly taxi driver who chews meditatively on a straw as he steers his ancient vehicle onto a bumpy, sandy desert road. Just what does his warning mean? We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Like you, gang, I've often heard the saying, a chain is as strong as its weakest link. And it's very true, because no matter how big, how powerful the chain, if one link is weak or broken, the chain will not hold. Well, I was amazed the other day when in conversation with a construction engineer, I learned that a steel girder used in the building of a bridge is carefully examined through an electronic instrument to make certain that there are no internal flaws. Because, I was informed, if there is the tiniest flaw hidden somewhere within the girder and invisible to the naked eye, it could conceivably cause the collapse of the entire structure. Well, that amazed me until I thought it over and realized that steel, like all other solid matter, is composed of chains of molecules specifically arranged. Well, then it was easy to understand. Because even to steel, the old maxim regarding the length of a chain holds true. And it goes even farther than that. It applies to the strength of a nation. Take our country, for example. We are admittedly a big and powerful nation, but we are no stronger than our weakest link. And the only way we can be certain to remain strong is to have no weak link. Now, prejudice and intolerance, if permitted to spread and grow in the United States, will destroy our strength by creating a weak link. Don't let that happen. If you love your country, and I'm sure you do, be on the alert. Guard against the weakening influence of prejudice, which sets neighbor against neighbor and destroys unity. Remember always that in unity there is strength. And now, back to the adventures of Superman! A pale moon seems to hang low over the purple cliffs surrounding the small mining town of Moundville, situated below a range of mountains at the rim of the desert. A single unpaved business street is alive with miners clustered under garish neon lights that illuminate rough storefronts. A single inquiry at Moundville's only hotel, a two-story board structure at the end of the business street, told Lois that Mr. Horn was awaiting her in room eight at the end of the first floor corridor. There, Horatio Horn, the eccentric little telegrapher, amateur detective, and local correspondent for the Daily Planet in Screen Run, Ohio, greeted her excitedly. 
five other, Miss Lane. You got here just in time. Really? In time for what, Mr. Horn? Well, for the greatest story you've ever heard of. It's going to break right away, and you and I will have an exclusive on it. Now, how do you like that? Well, I like it fine, but just what is this story you've been so mysterious about? Well, why couldn't you tell me about it on the long distance this morning? And why all the hope folks about my having to find this place by solving a crossword puzzle? Well, that's just it, Miss Lane. That's just what? That's the nub of the whole thing. The kernel of the corn, you might say. You might say, but I don't get it. Now, what... I, I mean, that, that's how the plot works. I, I want you to follow it just as I did so that you'd understand everything, you see. No, I definitely you do not see. Will you please make sense and tell me what this is all about? Uh, I'll tell you everything,